Church of Christ presents My Yoke is Easy, a reflection by the Reverend Jean Randall Bodman, presented on Sunday, July 5th, 2020. Jesus said, this generation, you don't know what you want. You don't know how to evaluate what you are seeing. You saw someone practicing great asceticism, avoiding alcohol, fasting, and even when he broke his fast, eating only that spare, strange diet of locusts and honey, someone stringent in his search for holiness. You decided that he must be a demon. Then you saw someone full of joy and zest who eats and drinks with his friends and welcomes every kind of person to the table. And that one you accused of being a drunkard and a glutton. You don't pay attention to the context You don't inquire into the meaning of what each one does. You leap to conclusions. Jesus was talking with some exasperation about his own generation, but he could have been talking about us here now in the America of 2020. Confused, angry, accusatory, assuming the worst, This seems to be our national mood. To that generation and to this one, Jesus says, all your intelligence, all the wisdom born of age will not be enough. Come to me. The confusion of your days, the weariness that you are carrying around in your bones, bring it to me and I will give you rest. Now, you know, I suspect how much I love these words. They're the very ones that I have often used to comfort and encourage us after our silent prayer of unburdening, week after week when we were in the sanctuary. To me, it is a reminder that Jesus is gentle and humble in heart and that we are welcome. It's a reassurance that we are not alone when we look around our lives and discover that we are weary that we are bearing up under a heaviness. Often we are burdened with things that people outside of us can see and understand. Some loss, a failure at work or in a relationship, an illness or the death of a beloved one, something that everyone recognizes. And sometimes the weariness is apparent to no one but ourselves. No one outside of us would be able to see it. And sometimes we can't explain it. It just is. Our bodies are weary from work or illness or anxiety-driven lack of sleep. Our minds are weary from worry and over-analysis of the too fraught, busy news. Our souls are weary from trying to understand the world and the ways that goodness and evil flourish, not just side by side, but sometimes intertwined in the same person, in the same community or institution. As we observe the 4th of July in the middle of a pandemic and a protest movement to push America to live up to its best idea of itself, 
it's almost impossible not to see America as the perfect example of a place where good and evil are intertwined and woven around each other. Where the goodness of the ideals expressed at our country's founding were planted in the exact same soil as the evil of indigenous genocide and enslavement of Africans. It was not two separate things happening to two separate communities. The good and the evil were wound together from the very start. It is the same sometimes in our own hearts, where our generosity, joy, and compassion are woven together with our selfishness, pettiness, and fear. Maybe I'm speaking only about myself, but I suspect that I am not alone. The world is soul wearying, and sometimes it is wearying to be a soul. Yes, Jesus says, of course you are weary. Come and rest, breathe. Take my yoke upon you. That doesn't immediately sound like an enticing or refreshing invitation. Take my yoke. Now, a pair of yoked oxen or workhorses isn't a common sight anymore, of course, but I'm sure we all have a mental image. Maybe we've even visited on an Amish or Old Order Mennonite farm where tractors are still not used and we've seen a yoke in action. And of course, we recognize the metaphor. A yoke is something that is placed on a beast of burden so that you can get more work out of it. It's a biblical and literary image of subservience, a perfect picture of enforced drudgery. In the prophets, the yoke is a metaphor for oppression. Isaiah wrote, is not this the fast that I choose to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover them? Then your light shall break forth like dawn and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Break every yoke and be free. Take my yoke upon you, Jesus said. Later biblical writers subverted the image of the yoke and filled it with new meaning. Rather than the weight of the oppressor, the new yoke was the law, the Torah given to the people to provide them a pathway to live in community and to live toward God. It is in this yoke, it is this yoke that Jesus calls easy. This yoke that Jesus claims is a light burden. But before we put away altogether that image of animals straining forward together, here's something to know about the science of yoking. Two animals yoked together are not capable of pulling a weight two times as much as one animal can pull alone. They're capable of pulling three times as much. Looked at in that way, being yoked means that your burden is not just shared, 
but that you and your yoke mate together will have three times the capability that you would have had all on your own. Life is sometimes a heavy lift. How wonderful to imagine being yoked and receiving energy. The yoke of Jesus's teaching is easy. The burden it adds to you is light. Together, he says, you will lean into life and pull forward. The image extends to the church, where church members are yoked together and then empowered. As we look around a world heavy with burdens, as we look into our own lives and into our own souls, many of us are craving release from our weariness. We're tired from staying still in the face of pandemic, tired from being out of our usual routines and not knowing when they will be available to us. We're tired from a national discourse that is filled with anger and deception, alternating with longing and hope. There's a vision of new possibilities, but those possibilities must be fought for. And so we're tired. Then we are beckoned to Jesus, to the yoke of his teaching and the easy burden of his pathway. A pathway marked by compassionate love, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, visiting the sick and imprisoned. And a life punctuated by times of withdrawal, rest, and recreation. Jesus went away by himself to rest in his connection to God setting the pattern for his disciples in their confused and confusing generation and setting the pattern for us now in our confused and confusing generation. Here is a blessing for you who are weary, a blessing for your time apart with God from the Irish poet and philosopher, John O'Donohue. When the rhythm of the heart becomes hectic, time takes on the strain until it breaks. Then all the unattended stress falls in on the mind like an endless increasing weight. The light in the mind becomes dim. Things you could take in your stride before now become laborsome events of will. Weariness invades your spirit. Gravity begins falling inside you dragging down every bone. You have been forced to enter empty time. There is nothing else to do now but rest and patiently learn to receive the self you had forsaken in the race of days. You have traveled too fast over false ground. Now your soul has come to take you back. Take refuge in your senses. Open up to all the small miracles you rushed through. Become inclined to watch the way of rain when it falls slow and free. Imitate the habit of twilight, taking time to open the well of color that fostered the brightness of day. Draw alongside the silence of stone until its calmness can claim you. Be excessively gentle with yourself. 
Stay clear of those vexed in spirit. Learn to linger around someone of ease who feels they have all the time in the world. Gradually, you will return to yourself, having learned a new respect for your heart and the joy that dwells far within slow time. Come to me, Jesus said, come to a life together with me and with each other. My life of compassionate action punctuated by deep stillness and prayer. The lightness will refresh you and my yoke will guide you gently, easily, onward. Amen. Listen, listen, God is speaking.